<clears throat> okay, so welcome to the December management uh, training. So basically with this being quite a tough time of the year um, to management and, and like one of the, the biggest things that we're always going to struggle with is like managing social events and all of that side of things. I thought, I think right now would be a fantastic time for us to do a little bit of training on December. How do we manage it to the best of our capacity so that we are not feeling like we're restarting when it comes to January, not feeling like we've took a couple of steps back. So we're actually moving into January on the front foot. Because the thing is, is when it comes to moving into January on the front foot, it's about the work that you do right now. And it comes back to just that point that I was talking about earlier in the Wednesday. It's doing something now for the for the benefit of your future self, right? And as I said, it's, it's sometimes what we think is the small, um, the small wins, compound and that's everything is a compounding impact and a compounding effect <clears throat> so how you move into january and how you're going to feel come january is going to be a direct reflection of the actions that we've took in december does that make sense check out why into the chat box if that makes sense or an n if i need to explain it a bit better perfect <clears throat> So it starts with planning. You're going to be absolutely raging with the fact of me bringing up planning again, right? Um, after a uh, last week's, last week's or the week before, uh, last week's I think, uh, next level Monday. But it's true. Like having an understanding of what is going on in December, what you have coming up, the events you've got, where you're going to be, the time you have available, what's on in your diary, what's not on what's happening with work, what's happening with life, what's happening with the kids, what's happening with the family. Like, it's important that we understand how our December looks. How can we expect to manage December to the best of our capacity? How can we expect to manage any month to the best of our capacity if we don't actually really have an idea on paper what's going on? It's like, oh, yeah, I've got a work night out and then I've got a family night out. And I've got, but when is this happening? Because the last thing we want to do is just kind of get through a week, just being like, yeah, yeah, I'm killing it. And then it comes to the weekend and you've got three events on or two events on. And you're like, Jesus, how am I going to manage this for my calories? Oh, now I'm going to feel like I'm doing this. And I said I was going to do this at the start of the week in the check-in. And now we start to fall back. And it's all coming back down to the fact is like, we just didn't really plan out our week. Didn't plan out our month. Didn't have an idea of what's upcoming and have it on paper. And then have any structure to work with that. So <clears throat> one of the big things that we can do is some calorie tactics here, okay? Because let's be honest, <clears throat> the biggest thing that most people will struggle with in December is managing calorie intakes. Would that, would that be right with social events coming up? <clears throat> with the December mindset, which we're going to get on to talking about, would you say that managing your nutrition is probably one of the hardest things? Absolutely. Agreed. Yep. Is there anything else that anyone finds just as hard as nutrition? Or would you say that nutrition is the hardest? <clears throat> there is no right or wrong here, by the way. <clears throat> I just want to make sure I leave nothing skipped out. Drink, but that falls into calories, right? So alcohol falls into calories. Good. Yep. So the reading of the room is that food is the hardest thing. It's the one thing that we probably challenge the most. And again, like we said, media, 
if alcohol falls into this. So calorie taxes. So the first one, <clears throat> has anybody, I know that some of you guys will have, but has anybody who hasn't heard, just ch ch chuck me into the chat box if you haven't heard of what called um, calorie banking. Just chuck me into the chat box if you haven't heard of that. And there's no problem if you haven't, by the way, because some people have, some people haven't. Maybe a tactic you haven't used yet. Okay, so every single person's heard of calorie banking then. Perfect job done. We'll just send the call there, Molly. <laughs> uh, okay, but let's refresh and let's run over. <clears throat> so for example, um, maybe we have, um, let's just call it red. Um, maybe we have, so let's just say our line here is our daily calorie intake. And let's just say um, your daily calorie intake is 1,500 calories, okay? And let's just say we've got a works night out, a works night out on Saturday. Uh, we can utilize what we call calorie banking to help. Now, what would happen is that if we just ran our week normally at 1500 calories, we get to Saturday and we've only got 1500 calories to play with, right? <clears throat> but let's be honest, you're going to work night out, you've got what, a three-course meal, likely. So we've got a three-course meal. We've got drinks. Let's be honest, probably some cocktails in there, which are always calorie-laden. So on a 1,500-calorie budget, this in itself is going to be pretty challenging to make sure it maintains under 1500 calories. This in itself, what you would consume at that night, <clears throat> we're talking maybe 1500 to 2000 cows. <clears throat> but if this night starts at six o'clock at night, like you're just going to starve yourself for the rest of that day, it's going to be pretty challenging. So, like you already know, we could bring in calorie banking, right? So, we could potentially bring, let's just draw a line here at 1300. So we dropped to 1,300 calories for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And we also do it on Sunday. <clears throat> so what that's done is it saved us six days of 200 calories, which is an extra 1,200 calories you've just saved. So now on Saturday, we can now come up to 2,000. Obviously, that's not 2,700, but... You could now have 2,700 calories. But what would happen is that when we evened out the full week, we've maintained an average of 1,500 calories. That largely makes managing a night out a little bit more easier, right? What does anyone think they would struggle with with this approach? Chuck in the chat box. Would you think there would be any struggles with this? <clears throat> I get hungry on the days that we're banking. Okay. Anyone else?
anyone else get hungry even anyone else struggle at going out and not knowing the calories in certain drinks so go over massively <clears throat> okay but that's why we have done the work here i'm not saying it's perfect right but what i am saying is that this approach gives you as much damage limitation as possible so it's never to say it's going to be accurate but it gives us as much damage eh, damage limitation as possible <laughs> definitely feel it on training days if this falls eh, in with women's cycles can be tough no <clears throat> no need to apologize absolutely true and again, these are all things that we have to take into consideration about the event and also about expectation, right? So it's like, okay, if we drop our calories down so that we can have more food at this event, then I might feel it on training days and if it falls within my cycle, it's maybe not the best approach. Okay, so what do we then do and what do we then adjust for your expectation on that week? I still try and, try and track night, uh, drinks on nights out like uh, sorry quickly with Jill does that make sense and th does everyone agree with that that necessarily we would then maybe if you were in that position you'd maybe then need to adjust your expectation of what's achievable and what success looks like because look at the end of the day it's a week right but it's about what you find achievable and successful for that week uh Shan uh, I still track drinks on nights out like over cautious sometimes and deal with the consequences like I don't get upset if my weight's up the night after or even if I am um, or out even after banked up yeah like like of course like you're likely to potentially see a trend downwards in weight till here and you're going to see a little spike up in there and that's simply going to come to food volume and, and calorie volume like that's that's a given but if you're going to go on a night out and you're going to eat a lot more than you normally eat even if you've got calories banked, your weight is likely to fluctuate. Like that's it. Weight isn't a problem here. It's about managing things. So we manage damage limitation and we manage our food intake. So again, like we said, we're on the front foot going into January and we're not feeling like we're five steps back. We're not feeling like nutrition was absolutely atrocious and we didn't manage it at all. This again, coming back to this point, what have we like something that we will always say is consistency over perfection, right? These tools and tactics aren't to nail your nutrition perfectly. They're to help you stay consistent in the management of it through a tougher time. Again, we're not here to be perfect. Um, so, so coming back, so possibly go hungry, <clears throat> go in hungry to go in too hungry. I think this means to the event and then overeat still. So what we need to talk about here, right, is that. On the days where we're on lower calories, we're likely to see high on hunger. So what do you think we need to focus on on those days? Anyone? What do you think you could focus on those volume? Perfect. Food volume. Bulking out with veg. So yeah, food volume. <clears throat> Activity, keep busy, 100%. We've got a watch that we don't drive our activity too high. That uh, it then drives our calorie intake and our deficit even bigger, which might drive hunger a little bit more. But keeping ourselves busy, absolutely, right? Just a couple of things. So, like I say, it's not about perfection. It's about, like, okay, if we do this, it's going to give us... Um, Backload carbs the night before. What do you mean by that, Sean? 
<laughs> I feel like you've said that. I mean, like he should know what I mean. I I just want to know what you mean if I think we're on the same page. <clears throat> uh just just type it out. Um, but yeah, like everything's going to have like like that. We've got to appreciate that this is a sacrifice, right? Dropping your calories through the week, Monday to Friday and Sunday, so that you can have more food on the works night out as a sacrifice. But let's come back to the point of like you can't have your cake and eat it. So what, we're going to stick on 1,500 calories, go out and smash a works night out and still feel like we're going to be, you know, making progress? <clears throat> the chances are it's probably not going to happen because it's going to take our overall weekly calorie intake above where we need to be if that's maintenance or if that is fat loss phase that we're currently in. So we have to make sacrifice somewhere. So the sacrifice is, is we're dropping our calories to give ourselves more calories on the Saturday. Like I said, this isn't an approach that you want to be using each and every single weekend in November, in December, sorry. This is maybe looking, this is where planning comes in, right? So we can plan the events that's like, okay, what events am I going to actually be a bit more cautious around and manage a little bit more? And what events am I going to try and relax around? But how can I still manage it? Like push uh, my first meal back later into the day and lower days to not feel starving later on. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna get on to talking about that in a minute. You're skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead, Shannon. You're skipping ahead. Does this make sense? Is there anyone still? Does there anyone look at this approach and think, yeah, but I, I still have a problem with it? And if you are, let me know because I want to help solve them. Like I said, first and foremost, it all boils down to expectation. <clears throat> In order to try and give ourselves more, but stay on track as much as possible, there has to be sacrifice. Because we can't have our cake and eat it. So this is a fantastic way where we can spread the sacrifice out. Because Could you imagine on Friday... In order to try and gain 1,200 calories to add in here, you try to drop, you know, Thursday, Friday down to like 700 calories. That would be two pretty gruesome days. Or we spread the load and we spread it out over six days. So now we're only backing off 200 calories. For a lot of people, it's 200 calories worth of fucking snacks. You know? It's just not have... A few of our snacks that day. Let's bulk out more of our main meals with some more veg. Some fruit. Make some substitutes so we can increase our food volume. <coughs> then we spread the load. This is really reminding me to save calories for my Christmas party on Thursday. Well, now's the time to get ahead. You can do that again for the full week. But again, let's just say it doesn't, the work doesn't just have to be done in the lead up to the event. We can still regain on the back end right we can still regain on the back end and you know what all of this allows you to do take some responsibility for your actions like anyone with kids here by the way like would you just say yeah do you know what you can eat chocolates every apart from your advent calendar right before anyone jumps in and be like yeah we'll let them have the advent calendar like, you, just because it's December, you wouldn't just be like, oh, by the way, you can uh, just have chocolate every single day, by the way. You maybe say, no, let's let's have a let's have a movie night on Saturday night and we'll have some chocolates and watch some stuff, right? So you can't have your cake and eat it. It has to be a bit of sacrifice here, guys. I'm already adjusting my cows and my fitness pal for... Perfect. 
part of this is like see if you want to try and have the best of both worlds without sacrificing too much of your progress then you're just gonna have to pull your pants up and do a bit of fucking work does that make sense does everyone agree <coughs> Yeah, no, maybe. Makes sense. Everyone in agreement? Perfect. Definitely. See. Felt like the, the weight there was people just feeling like I have to say yes. You don't have to. <laughs> you can say no. Right, okay. So calorie taxes. Kind of what um Shannon was talking about is <clears throat> another way to spread the load, okay? would be to think about intermittent fasting. So, look, if you were to try and think about and try and guesstimate an idea of how many calories that you had at your work's night out, let's just say food and drink, if you were to do a bit of time, a bit of planning, like we spoke about earlier, that you guesstimated the calories for your meal and the drinks that you were going to try and have or allow yourself to have were going to come to, let's just say, let's just say 2,000 calories, right? So you need you know from your guesstimation that you need to have the best part of two to two thousand calories available for that night. Well, let's understand that that day already has fifteen hundred in it, right? So we only need to find another five hundred in the week. <clears throat> but we also need to make sure that we've got some food for the rest of that week. So coming back to the calorie banking, what we can use is like, you're going to have to have something that day, right? But the likelihood is, is when you're out, you've had your meal and you've had a couple of drinks. If you're going out to most works nights out, you have like a, a set meal and then you have some drinks and stuff after it. Now we can make better decisions with drinks in terms of lower calorie options and stuff. But let's understand, you're going on your works night out, you've already grafted all week to me, kind of balance the books. I kind of want you to go and have a bit of fucking fun, right? Because what's all of this if we're still feeling like we're on a knife edge, even when we're out? <clears throat> we're doing the best we can, right? So what we can do, so let's just say you've saved yourself 2,700 calories, right? So we've now got, so let's say you've done the work in the week. And maybe you save 2,200 for the night and you've now left yourself 500 calories for the rest of that day, right? We What, what we then want to do is what we call intermittent fasting. Now, what you don't want to do is wake up first thing in the morning. And again, I want to reiterate, this is for one day. So you can have a night where you can go out, you can relax, you can enjoy yourself and you can have some fun, right? So it's a little bit of sweat, a little bit of work, so you can have some fun and you can chill out and relax, knowing that you've done everything that you can to not be perfect, but to at least create a bit of management and I give a bit of control and damage limitations, knowing that I'm going to be able to have a good night, but I've done enough work throughout my week <laughs> to make sure that I'm giving myself the best opportunity to relax, have fun, but also knowing that it's not going to have too great an impact on what I do, Okay. So we've planned ahead. We know how much calories we need. We've already banked and saved them. On the Sunday, we're going to do it a bit more. <clears throat> and now what we're going to do is we're going to try and push our first meal back to later on in the day. 
So we might not. So let's just say you're working nights out at six. <clears throat> you're going to push your first meal back to 12. And you're going to have a meal that's maybe 300 calories. <clears throat> High in protein. And high in food volume. And I'm just going to say it because everyone hates it. But let's just say it's something like a chicken salad. Right? Really simple. You could probably even have that for something like 270 calories. And it'd be a massive plate of food with <clears throat> 200 of those calories being chicken and protein. <clears throat> right? You've still got another 230 calories that you can have later on. Maybe say around three-ish. Just a little snack. Something to keep you going. We're making sure we're drinking water. You're probably pretty active anyway, trying to get ready for your night out. Would everyone say that that is real? That that would be achievable. Is there anybody that thinks that for one day that wouldn't be achievable? <clears throat> nope. Anyone? Does everyone think that's achievable? Yes. No. Maybe. No, it's a sensible approach. Manageable. Anyone think that wouldn't be manageable? There's nothing wrong if you don't feel that would be manageable, by the way. Appreciate that. There's an open space, so you can say yes, no, or maybe you don't have to agree with me. Manageable. <clears throat> manageable. Okay, so the general consensus is it's going to be pretty manageable. And again, we're bringing this back down into that case of it's one day. This isn't something you need to be expecting to do for every single day. But what you've just done there is for the week, you've just saved yourself a ton of calories to make sure that your weekly intake is still within your limit. Now, if you go over your limit, you're certainly going to, because you've done this approach, right? Because you've saved calories, you've given yourself more for the day of the event. You've now pushed your intake back so that you've ate less that day and given yourself as much of those calories spare to go out and enjoy yourself. See if you overeat, which, by the way, probably isn't even going to be by that much. It's still going to be a less of a weekly total than if you were to con continue on at 1,500 calories, try and manage this day, which likely would have just ended up in you consuming the same amount of calories anyway, and then just going back to business on the, the Sunday at 1,500 calories. Your weekly total would have been way more. So we're putting in a little bit of legwork. That you know what? See if I even see if we even do overconsume. You're going to overconsume less than you would have if you didn't put the groundwork in first. And then what that gives you the sense of is management. Gives you the sense of control. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But nutrition isn't about perfection all the time. It's about consistency. And especially in a, a week <clears throat> where in a month where it's December and we tend to have more events on, but let's be honest, does December have that many more events on than what you would say is the peak of summer when there's barbecues, there's beer gardens, there's going on holiday? Does it have that many more events? Probably not. And this is what kind of brings us on to the next part. Does this make sense and does everybody think this is achievable, bringing these two tactics together? Just chuck a Y in, just so I know, <clears throat> before I move on. Yep, 100%, yep. Good, perfect. Okay, the December mindset. 
<clears throat> this is something I want you guys to challenge. Take Christmas away from December and it's no different from most months of the year. It's absolutely not different from most months of the year. But we come into this idea that December is a month where it's more difficult because it's that mindset of it's December. It's packed with calories. It's packed with, it's the time that we should be backing off. It's the time that you should be relaxing, the time that you should be enjoying more food. <clears throat> By the way, I'm not saying that on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, that you you can't relax, chill out, have some quality food and have some nice food and be present and surrounded by family and friends. Same with some of the nights out. Absolutely. Because they are some of the highest values that we hold. However, I want to challenge the fact that what tends to happen in December is that we tend to sack our values and disciplines on health more than any other month of the year. When in reality, when we look at the number of events and social events that are on, is probably very, very similar to some of the summer months. Would would would, would anyone argue that? Would it, would ever does anyone agree with that? When we look at it from that perspective, let's take Christmas out of it. Like, it's, it's absolutely no different. Kyle says he agrees too. <laughs> Appreciate that, mate. Anyone else agree? Anyone, anyone else not agree, by the way? And by, by all means, please, doesn't mean, you know, no, I'm not here to say that I'm exactly right. <clears throat> I'm just trying to take it from a different perspective and a different lens. <clears throat> Because I think we can often get caught into this mindset trap of it's December. So, you know, we need to be sitting down next to the fire with a wine and chocolate every Friday night. Or it's, we back off from food. It might, you might, you will, I'm not even going to lie, you will be surrounded by more food. Defo every month is busy, but yet we seem to give some discretion to December. Why? Yeah, you're right. Why do we? It's just challenging the mindset. And and like I say, like it's, it's a festive time, it's a happy time. Like I'm I'm not saying that we've not to go out and be happy. I'm just saying that our approach to how we turn up on the days that we don't have things on, why should it be any different than any other month? Because December, like we like we said there, seems to be the one month that ugh, it's all right, it's Christmas time. So that's okay for us to now stop doing the things that we know serves us. Who here feels more lethargic, feels more shit in themselves, and it impacts their confidence more when they eat poorly consecutively within a week? And I'm not talking like I'm talking about poor quality foods. We don't serve ourselves. I'm not talking about tracking, I'm talking about poor quality foods. Who here feels more lethargic, which then impacts your confidence, which then makes you feel worse? Me, my stomach can't even handle it now either. Yep, yep, absolutely. Right, so why are we doing it just because it's fucking December? The one time, right, and this is not to go against some of the guys, because I know guys, we want to go out on our Christmas nights out, we still want to feel look and feel and look good. But girls, females in here, you want to go and put a fucking nice dress on when you go out to your Christmas night out? 
So we're going to drop everything that allows us to feel fantastic in ourselves. Guys, like I said, it goes for you and your shirt, tie, your suit, whatever. Like, we stop doing the cup, you stop doing the things that serve us, that serve our confidence because it's December. But yeah, at the same time, we want to feel fantastic when we're going to work tonight out. Every single person wants to be able to switch off and relax at Christmas, right? Put your hand up if you want to get to Christmas Day and you want to switch off, you want to relax, you want to have a nice breakfast, you want to have a nice meal, you want to spend some time with the family, you want to eat some quality food, right? Have some drinks. I presume you all want to do that on Christmas Day, right? Yeah? Absolutely. But how many times in the past have you got to Christmas Day, you've went in with that mindset and you've got to desert, you've got to Boxing Day and felt, <clears throat> I took fucking piss yesterday and why was it taking, because I've been doing it all, all month. Who here's had that revelation of thought? They've then looked back on how they ate on Christmas Day and actually realised they were a little bit less, they were a little bit more stressed and anxious about what they were eating because of how they've been eating for the full of December. Yeah, and then people tend to be like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll cloud this and patch it by saying, I'll just start back in that January. <clears throat> and that's when, yeah, you apply the fuck it attitude. Absolutely. And then what happens when you get to December? And what happens when you get to January and December's over? How do you feel about your actions in December? Chuck in the chat box. I want to know how some of you guys have felt when it's came to January and you've looked back on a poorly managed December. Shite. Anybody feel like you've got a mountain to climb? Feel like you're starting for day dot again? Self-hatred. <laughs> Why did I do this? Why am I doing this to myself again? I have no control. I can't manage it. Starting for the start again. Feel hungover. Yep. Without even drinking lethargic takes you about three four weeks it takes you to fill the january to feel like you're getting back to it was just about to say it feels like a mountain climb right now you have a choice at the start of december to allow history to repeat itself or change it nothing changes if nothing changes whether you've got a coach and a team behind you or not if we do not adjust our actions and how we view december as a month when it comes to your personal standards, you will end up in the exact same position every single January. And nothing will change. Because we have to challenge this mindset that we all have when it comes to December. And I know it's a thing because I've coached hundreds of people and I've been through it myself. I used to use December as an excuse to eat like, eat fucking loads of calories. And I used to use the excuse of, it's the off-season. I'm bulking back in my bodybuilding days. To just fucking, what? To just drop my, you know, drop all standards when it comes to food. And it done nothing but tank my gym performance, tank how I felt, tank my self-confidence, and I got to January feeling like I was behind. Not on everyone else, but on myself. So now we have an opportunity to change it. So we can use tactics like calorie banking and ladle a little bit of sacrifice in here. We can plan out events and realise, you know what, I've got five events on in the run-up to Christmas. 
maybe I'm not going to take the piss every single one. Why? Because it's going to have an impact on how I'm then able to, one, enjoy the most important day that allows me to be with family and that I can enjoy, or days if you have something on Christmas, like Boxing Day or whatever. I know everybody's different. But it impacts the time that we're able to be present. Why? Because we're too self-conscious in how we feel and our actions on the lead up to it. And do you know what? We had every opportunity to control it. That is the downright ownership and responsibility of it. You have a choice. We, we look at December for what it is. It's just another month. But come the 25th, we get to eat some fucking roast turkey and have a fantastic meal with our family, chill out and just be present with the most important people in our lives. Up until that point and the days and weeks around it is not an excuse because that day is coming for us to drop our personal standards on ourselves. If you want true self-care and self-love, implement the self-discipline because it's difficult at this moment in time, but your future self in January is going to thank the fuck out of you that you've done it. That is a fact. I can tell you that wholeheartedly. You will not look, if you manage December better with nutrition, hold yourself to your higher standard that you would in every other month, you'll get to January and you will thank yourself. And guess what? You will not feel like you've missed out. You'll actually feel like you've gained because you'll have allowed yourself to relax on the days that matter most. You will have felt fantastic on your nights out and you will have been the most present you've ever been. Because let's be honest, if there's anything that is December and this time of year about, it's presence within the people and the, the surroundings and environments that we love. Did everyone agree? No? No one agree with that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Tremendous. Okay. Coming back, I've actually just kind of went on. Your standards matter more. This was everything I was just saying there, right there. Your standards matter more now than ever. It's dark, it's cold. We at the end of the year. <clears throat> but let's be honest, there's no difference other than the date change from December to January. Time flows. You took the calendar out of the day, you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a scooby where you were at or what month you were in. It gives us structure, but nothing changes. You go to bed on the 31st, you wake up on the 1st. It's just, it's another day. And you won't wake up on the 1st feeling dramatically better if you've not held your standards for the weeks prior. So whilst it might feel difficult at this challenge, it might be more of a challenge, absolutely. But we understand that challenge creates resilience. And resilience is never a bad thing that we want. It's never a thing that we don't want. <clears throat> Your standards matter more right now because they will serve you in the future. Finally, have fun, right? Know the fact that you've put the work in, you've kept your standards high. It's going to allow you to actually have fun. It comes back to that point of presence. Your night's out, you'll be able to have fun. Joe said it there. I'm not, like, I'm uh, call, not calling Jill out, but putting her on, putting her out there. Jill has been so consistent over the last couple of weeks and months, the last six months, more consistent than she's ever been. 
she hadn't raised her standards to the point that she's got, got the results that she's had, and turned up the way that she has, even on the bad weeks, even on the weeks that's been a struggle, she would not have been able to relax, have as much fun, and be as confident on her night out the other day. And I guess what I bet she does, I mean, apart from maybe the hangover the next day and day, I bet she doesn't regret it. Going out and having fun. Jill, you can jump in at any time and tell what I'm saying is correct. Or you can say that I'm an absolute bullshitter, right? <clears throat> but I know I'm correct. I know I'm right because I've spoke to John. Because of the works that she done prior. No regrets from what I can remember. It's maybe best keeping it that way, <clears throat> right? But it's the effort and what you do right now that's going to serve you and allow you to have more fun. It's a fact. Jill's living proof, and I know that there's more people more of you guys on this call that know exactly what I'm talking about. So your standards matter. If you turn up more, who already from the December Accountability Challenge feels better? Feels like they're actually thriving in December compared to previous years. We're four days in, we've boxed off a couple tasks. <clears throat> We're doing more, gives you something to focus on. But let's be honest, here's, here's the secret. Right? <laughs> Me, normally I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> Me, I feel, back, I feel back on the wagon slightly. There is no wagon. You've just turned the intensity back up, Sean. We dropped the wagon. <clears throat> but here's, here's a secret, guys. Do you know the reason I've put this on? And I'll be absolutely out there for it, right? It's because I knew it would give you something to focus on. But, some, but unbeknown to you, or maybe you are aware of it, but maybe you're not because you're so focused on the challenge. What you're doing is each and every single day, you're looking at that challenge and you're completing a task that's forcing you to turn up for yourself. And guess what, guys? When you guys turn up for yourself, you feel better. You're more in control. You make better decisions. You move forward. You move the needle. And guess what that does? That allows you to raise your standards or maintain your standards. And what does that then do? Allows you to have fun. It allows you to be more present in a time of year that we need to be present. That's it. There's the full reason for this challenge. It gives you guys something to focus on that knowing, knowing it or not is going to allow you to focus more on you. And it's that you time and that time to develop yourself and hold your standards high at a time that is more difficult to do so. That's all it is. Nothing special, not reinventing the wheel, just another way for you guys or to maybe even con you guys into focusing a little bit on yourselves this time of year. That's what it's all about. It's some fun <clears throat> that provides a bit of meaning back into your lives and it makes sure that you guys are turning up for yourselves because I know that when you turn up for yourselves, you feel better, you have more confidence, you enjoy yourself and ultimately you can be more present. That's what it's about. So hopefully, we've took a ton of value away from this today. Has anyone got, I'm good for like 30 seconds, is anyone, and if you don't have a question, just chuck an N in to chat box, but has anyone got any questions or anything they want me to run over before we, we finish up? <coughs> and if we haven't got any questions, did everyone find some form of value from that today? Take something away? whether that was 
Love this one. Awesome. Thank you. Hopefully something within there just hits home and gets you looking at things from a different lens and from a different perspective. Okay, team. I will, if you if you want to listen to this again, because I know that we did cover a lot, um, I will have this tomorrow in the lab and on the podcast. Uh, and if you guys truly think this was one of the um, more beneficial ones, then when I share it, or what would be amazing is even if you can chuck into the chat box after this call finishes into the WhatsApp group, um, just your thoughts on it and your kind of biggest takeaway, because it might urge some of the other guys in the team to make sure that they watch back in the training or listen to the podcast. And the aim from this is just to help as many of our team members as possible, make sure that we are all fucking thriving in December, because I want each and every single one of you to think that December has been one of the best months of this year, not what coincidentally turns out to be one of the worst months when it comes to our standards. That's where it, that's where we want things to be. Perfect team. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, I hope you all have a tremendous week. And as always, I'll be in contact. And uh, yeah, let's keep smashing it, guys. And let's keep on it. Let's keep smashing this December Accountability Challenge. Speak soon, guys. Cheers.